Hey everyone, I'm Charlie Shrem, and this episode of Untold Stories is sponsored by BitPay and Electronium. Check them out, more later in the episode. I am Charlie Shrem, and you are listening to the best part of my day, Untold Stories, where twice a week I get to dive deep with crypto's most influential leaders to really understand how this movement came to be, where we are, where where we came from, where we're going, and all the cool stories along the way. I'm super excited to uh, have on the show someone who I hope to be a new friend of mine, Chi Lu. Thank you so much. You are the founder and the CEO of Overbit which is a very cool Bitcoin derivatives trading platform and in other crypto as well. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you for having me here. And um, I should say that the show is powered by Blockworks Group, a media production company with over 20 podcasts from the network. Check them out at blockworksgroup.io because they have all the podcasts, including mine and my friends. And without them, this show would never, never, never have been possible. On that note, Crazy days we're living in right now in 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 Bitcoin and crypto. Um, PayPal announcing that they're accepting uh, Bitcoin. And, you know, I usually don't talk about the news of the day, but it's such a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. I just saw it like, a couple of hours ago. I know no one really expected that. Mm. What is going on in your world? What are you working on this week? Uh, what is happening in the derivatives world? Who is trading crypto right now? Uh, give us an insight into Overbit this week in Overbit. Okay, well, this week, well, past few weeks, as you know, Big Max, something happened to them, right? Yeah. And I don't want to talk about that anymore. And today, uh, not really today, but a couple, couple of days earlier, like OKS has something. So there's lots of stuff going on with, with the exchange, especially for uh, derivatives. And uh, what we're trying to do is um, when something happened to the large exchange, people were going like jumping around. They will look for a new one, right? They'll go to uh, like, uh, fortunately we can have some, uh, a good amount of people coming from Big Macs and some uh, from others as well. And the first thing they come in is they have to know what your platform is. So uh, I think this is a really fundamental stuff that to let people know your prep, uh, platform. And this is something I don't see much in the world. And uh, what we do is we provide a, a free demo account. So so people just come in and just pay, uh, pay for fun. Like they have a Bitcoin or uh, 50,000 USDT just to practice, just to get familiar. And uh, I think this is something we needed not only for our exchange, I think for other exchanges as well, because myself, I was a trader in, uh, back in Forex. So the first thing I go to uh, 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 exchange is I want to really know, like, is your company good enough? Is it trustworthy enough? How fast, how, how's, how's the performance? So I don't want to use my real money to do this, right? I need to play around. use something that you provide to me so I can test it. So uh, I think this is a really good opportunity to let people to use it. And fun fact is, especially like uh, this week or uh, last week, because uh, lots of people come in, I can see actually people only using our demo account. I, th- I, th- I think that that's a good thing. What you percentage know, that- of people are using the demo account before they sign up uh, and place money in a real account? Uh, you mean the conversion rate or 
the conversion rate, uh, I would say around just like 14, 15%. Hmm. It's not much. But I, but then the people are only using a demo account. It's quite large because people want to have something to like to test their uh, trading strategy. Like they don't, they could, they couldn't find other places to, to do it. So they just come in here, just, just use our uh, demo account, which is totally fine with me. And I'm happy to let people to like, to learn the strategy themselves. Have you noticed, um, a lot of traders, uh, being a part of uh, a trading type of community now, because, because they can use like a demo account, they can mm -hmm. try different things and experience. Do you have this sort of like trading community? Yeah. What's yeah, I can that like? See, I can see that in, uh, especially in trading field, because uh, I'm quite active checking on a trading field community. Uh, they have a great community in, uh, like in different languages, like English, Chinese, uh, Korean, Japanese. And people are really active, like asking around, like how does a strategy going with Bitcoin USD? And uh, some of our strategic partner, like, is working with uh like really actively in, in trading view as well. So I think this is something uh I want to see more uh to instead of uh doing like bot trading, which is I, I'm not encouraged people to use that. I want people to really learn how to trade. Uh because like uh, back in few months ago we did a, a really good service that's talking about uh in, in trading in general in crypto. So it's not only doing survey in our platform, but entire uh, crypto industry. So uh, one fact is there's a 70%, 70% uh, so of people only have one or less than one year wow. trading experience. So which is, uh, it's quite interesting to see lots of new guys or uh, uh, new people to come in trading. And if they trade as a beginner in derivative without any knowledge, just following people like copy yeah, trading. Yeah, absolutely. for sure. It happens all the time. Yeah, um, so and unfortunately, this is how uh, humanity is like. They, they, they want to get quick money. So, uh, but then from my, uh, my perspective is I, I need to, teach people to trade because as a trader myself, the, fr I, the least thing is I don't want to lose money, right? I don't want to lose money. And if I trust someone from the internet, from Twitter, it's not going to help me. So uh, I, this is something we have been working on most of the time to educate people. You, you really focus on that. You know, I get a lot of guests on the show. Um, they talk about their companies that are projects. Some of them talk about the community. They talk about, you know, I've had guests who talk about community as an asset. A lot of, you know, a few companies really recognize that. Um, but in this situation, it's, it seems to me you're almost taking like a, a moral obligation to your traders saying like, we want our traders to stay state, to say, to stay safe, to trade safe. You give them demo accounts. You give them the opportunity to try things out before they actually do that. Um, a lot, like. You know, the major, uh, if you took your company and put it into another industry, other Forex type companies, they don't really do that. 
You know, they may have a seminar that you can pay for, an ebook, a guide, like, you know, trading Forex for dummies type of thing. But those companies are really just platforms for trading whatever they want to trade. Mm-hmm. Over a bit, you're like an ambassador for crypto to the users that come <laughs> onto the platform. That's too much. Because <laughs> that's how I'm, I'm understanding it. Because I've, I, and I will talk about the survey, but the majority of your users, a majority of you, so you did this survey and you surveyed 2,500 traders in 90 countries across five continents. And you got some crazy stats here. Like for example, 58% of traders identify themselves as a novice traders. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a, almost 60% of people, of, 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 of those trading on your platform? And I think the statistic goes across all. So like, I'm a perfect example. Uh, I trade, I've been trading for years. I've traded on every exchange. I'm still a novice trader. In fact, I'm lower than a novice trader. I'm the worst trader. Like I'm a decent trader long-term. I've always had good uh, thoughts and ideas of projects and companies that I think would do successful in the long-term. But mm-hmm. in terms of day trading, I don't even do it myself. I don't even do it myself. I've never, I don't even go on and, and exchange and ever sell anything. I, I have like, I'll use a prop desk or, or one of these like instant. That's, that's a really good point you're talking about. Like people like, like you, you, you invest in long term, which is, I think most of us should do this too. And, but then we are in a, in a really volatile world. So especially in crypto people, when, when you check the Bitcoin, just like Bitcoin, Bitcoin price every day is like, yeah. Right. Today is 12, 12, uh, 12,000. This is really crazy. So like if you're doing long-term, you will say, oh, should I do something today? Should I do something today? Uh, I always tell people that you have to do a uh, diversification. So, right. You have to put a portion for long-term, a portion maybe to do daily trade. And people would just, uh, it's, it's hard to make them listen. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, And it's almost like, you know, you ever hear the term uh, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice. I don't get it because you look at look at your next stat. Fifty one percent of traders have lost crypto due to personal error. Well, 35% have suffered losses due to exchange issues. So that means that a significant amount of people have lost crypto for some sort of reason, myself included, probably you. But despite yeah. this, there's an seven, almost 70% of people uh, are willing to still hold assets on exchanges. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and I can tell you one thing. Uh, back in 2016 or 17, I lost 3.8 Bitcoin in BigMax because I don't oh. know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> so that, that, that's fun. So so see, um, I'm my, I, I'm, I was a trader new. So this is something I don't want to see because I cannot get the full function, like how mm. it works before I like, deposit. So I don't want another people like me to have a same experience. So this is something I always want to do. And and um, it's, my team is great. Is They came from a forest. Uh, background, so they have decades um uh developing for a system, which I can really trust them to develop this uh derivative in crypto, and uh, which is uh myself is I I my my duty I would say my duty is more to educate people, yeah, let them like don't be another douche like me. <laughs> 
This is a crazy stat. You said that uh, social media plays a key role in trading. Uh, the pro traders, almost 86% that they're influenced by by a social media network, uh, social media. I think that's good and bad. Yep. I Better than people saying that they're influenced by like the New York Times or some mainstream media or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so when you um, talk about social media, it's like you can talk about like Twitter or like whatever. Yeah. But then, you know, TradingView is a, another social media. Too, uh, oh, so that counts as an example. You're right. Yeah. So, but I, to be honest, lots of people are just looking Twitter, which is, uh, I don't think it's a quite good stuff. Yeah. It's, it's such a weird, it's such a weird situation, kind of like how, how that all works out. Yeah. Because people um, are too getting too excited back in 2016, 17 when the ICO hype and right now the D5. So they, they, this new new guy coming in, they still would think, oh, it's a really good chance to make easy money. Uh, I I would say no, no. What what is the, what do you think about stable coins? Do you think uh, eventually people will will stop? Do you think uh, spot trading will go away in terms of like USD, BTC, or it'll it'll always be stable coins? Uh, no, I don't think spot uh, trading will go away. Uh, Stablecoin played himself a role there. So, uh, for speaking about like I'm in Asia right now. So, uh, for example, China, like Chinese people, they they have a uh, uh, hard time to get their money out of their countries, right? So, uh, using stablecoin will help them a lot, and I believe some other country as well. So, uh, stable coin play a, a really uh, an important role for them so they can trade whether it's a spot trading or derivative trading on stable coins. so for example bitcoin usdt right and uh yeah i think that's a really good case that stable coin exists so guys i've been using the bitpay card since 2016 and i've been talking to you about it on the show for a while and i gotta tell you this thing just keeps getting better and better. BitPay just launched an all-new MasterCard that instantly turns your crypto into dollars with zero conversion fees. You heard that right. Zero conversion fees. This card is also paired with the BitPay app that makes it really, really cool to have all the connections together. It lets you do things like buy gift cards with Bitcoin at over 100 major retailers or connect your Coinbase account to the BitPay wallet and to the card directly so you can load crypto onto the card with zero fees. It all works together instantly. And what's even cooler is this card now comes with a virtual version that's contactless and has improved security features that we all really, really need. Cool stuff, right? Well, guess what? As an Untold Stories listener, you will get a card absolutely free. All you have to do is download the latest BitPay app on your phone and use the promo code 10 the number 10, Charlie. So that's the number 10, Charlie. 10, Charlie. It works, right? To get your free card when you sign up. When you use that promo code in the BitPay app, you don't have to pay for it. So literally, you should be all on your phone right now getting this free card and be able to do all this cool shit and interact with the crypto and Bitcoin ecosystem. So remember, use the promo code, download the app, get your free card because that's why we're here to do amazing cool things. I'll talk to you guys in a minute. Thank you, BitPay. I'm really excited when I get to talk about projects and companies that have been around since the early days of crypto and supporting those projects. In many parts of the world, banking services simply haven't advanced at the same rate as the adoptions of smartphones on the internet. Uh, Africa, Southeast Asia, 
It's they're skipping entire financial services over. They're skipping people over and they're not even building out that infrastructure until cryptocurrency. We all know this. We've been hearing about it for so long. Electronium, a company based in the UK, decided to build an entire ecosystem based off of financial inclusion, empowering people, getting them involved, not just by working and by earning, but also by spending and being part of that community. Anytask.com is a company that's powered by Electronium, over half a million users, and you have the ability to do all these freelance projects, earn money, earn their tokens, and not only just earn ETN, but also be able to spend it on all these different things. What's what's crazy is that, and what's crazy good is that it's a, any task is attracting not just crypto people, but actual talented freelancers that are willing to take ETN in return for doing all this work. It, it's literally created this whole uh, ecosystem. And the thing is, it's not been just like a new novel idea. It's been around for a while. They're doing it. They're growing every single day. They're doing uh, millions of dollars in transactions. You got thousands and thousands of different people on the platform offering different services. And you should go check it out. It's it's so cool. The staff are great. The people are great. Everyone on the platform is so cool. Uh, according to ETN Everywhere, their official merchant directory, uh, ETN can be spent in over, I think it's 2,000 physical locations and online locations worldwide. You're talking about uh, in 140 countries, mobile airtime, um, shops, TVs, all these different things, not just being able to spend it. And so check them out, Electronium, anytasks.com support my sponsors they're so cool and i'm excited for you guys to check it out oh my god there are hundreds of blockchain projects out there but one thing that unites them all is the need for power think about that the the need for mining uh whether it's for staking or actual proof of work mining they all need power at the same time many oil and gas projects not crypto projects but oil and gas companies they're wasting the gas they extract because it's too expensive to pipe it to the market so here we are, we have two problems and a perfect solution. Permian Chain places industrial grade data centers and they're mining for Bitcoin and crypto at these spots. They can offer blockchain projects abundant processing at a reasonable price. And that's what they do. They're giving crypto asset miners an efficient way to, to mine. They're giving companies that need power to secure their blockchains, the ability to have uh, resources and oil and gas companies get revenue. It's so cool. They think it's a neat way to get together. Make sure you check them out, permianchain.com or permianchain.com forward slash Charlie. I I agree with you on that. And so I guess the to go further, um, do you see like an opportunity like when when people just won't use you won't see fiat gateways being connected to crypto? I guess what I'm trying to say is I could see companies being stablecoin issuers. So you have like these toll booths that go from in all your countries, you know, all countries around the world, you have these companies that act as these like uh, your bank to your digital, you know, your digital dollar or your digital yen or your digital renminbi oh. or whatever. Um, and then once you come to exchanges, so like Overbit, right? And other exchanges, how much easier would your life be if you never had to connect with the banking world? If it was only like stable coins trading, mm -hmm. only stable coins trading, how different would your company be? Maybe I should have phrased it that way. Oh, okay. I, I, I see what you mean. Uh, if a world like 
a country use like majority people using only uh stable coin, which yeah. is I, I I like to see this stuff happen, and I think it's kind of happening. Uh, not really like they are using stablecoin, but in the in the user sense, for example, in 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 Japan, people are using their card like sweet card, like sweet card. They 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 just use their card to buy stuff to use stuff. But then, in their mind, they already accept I'm not using fiat. They are using their you know a little card. To yeah, they're buy using. There, there's no money anymore. So like you're in you're in Hong Kong. Do people use yeah. cash a lot anymore? Oh, uh, no, no, Ever? no, like credit card or, you know, the autobus uh, car is the same thing. Like they, they just use it to, to buy stuff. And Alipay from China, people are using this. When you talk about China, you, you think you, you go to a market, you buy fish, vegetable, you don't pay cash either. They they don't accept cash. They they accept like WeChat Pay or Alipay, uh, which is really, really good. And um, for us and trading, uh. Overbit doesn't take fiat, by the way. So we only oh. take Bitcoin or uh, USDT. So you don't. So did you have to make a decision to not accept to say, "Hey, we don't want to work with. We don't want to have to deal with the banking world in Hong Kong." So we're just, you know, or wherever you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, was that a conscious decision? And do you think uh, other when new it. exchanges launch, they're going to have to make that same decision? Yeah, when 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 we launched over a bit, uh, the first decision is uh, was uh, we don't want to touch any beer, right? And then, however, after a few months launch in, I was thinking about uh, connect to a third party uh, gateway system, but right now I'm just canceling this 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 uh, mindset. I I was rather stick with just crypto. First, I- it's less head headache for me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like no more uh, like complicated compliance for me. The other thing I think is good uh, is for the users they they would get more used to just living in a crypto world instead of like like you need to deal with their fiat. Uh, and it's it's another step for them because if you want to do a fiat, you the KYC property you have to do more properly like to to get the money and then. That's uh, another headache. <laughs> yeah, you just got the compliance headaches. You know yeah. what? And we don't even, people don't, it's just a, a headache that has to be dealt with. But at the end of the day, you're the one that has to uh, be dealing with it. Mm-hmm. You know, w- what's the future of centralized exchanges? Like putting away decentralized exchanges for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because that will have some market share. But yes. at the same time, you... you centralized exchange or sexes or whatever we call them, they'll always have to exist and they always will exist. Yes. What type of services do you think now companies, you know, that operate in financial services and crypto have to provide? For example, like now, if you're a crypto company uh, and you have a lot of users, everyone wants a debit card. It's like you have to have a debit card. Are you going to have a debit card? All my listeners are going to want to know. That's like a thing. More financial services. What other type of things do you think we'll see? Uh, it's um, it's hard to say. Like, uh, I mean, people want to have a car. Uh, everyone uh, wants to have it. Yeah, everyone wants Full to have suite a suite of financial services. Uh, I would say for my focus, uh, just for overview focus, I think the car stuff we can leave it to like other right. There's tons of good companies make cars. Yeah. <laughs> 
right? Crypto. I think right. Crypto.com. They. they yeah. Have, crypto. Like, everyone has a card. I use the BitPay card. Actually, this this show is sponsored by the BitPay card. I've been using the BitPay card since 2016, actually. But oh, everyone wow. has them now. Yeah. When Nexo launches their card, I'll use their card too. I like using crypto debit cards. Yeah. So I uh, so. So for, for me, I, I don't need to like, worry about this, this part. It's, it's like when we need to connect to a third-party debit card, is uh, I just need to find a good good partner, like good company to, to connect with. And uh, I think right now our users, I don't see a lot of voices saying that, oh, uh, I want a card, I want something. Uh, what they want to see right now is they want to... Um, Get more attractive inside the the system, which is because they think sometimes they think the trading is kind of become boring for for them. And what do you mean, trading like, crypto is boring? Like they 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 trade and then they will jump and then they will jump back. They will trade. They will go to another platform. So I uh from from myself, I can I can see internal status paying people coming in. They play around. They they few months. They come back. And so there's hundreds of tr- exchange, right? Uh, for derivative or spot trading, it really is. Test, go around to test it. And for for OFS, uh mission is first we want to you know educate them to have a proper way. Secondly, is we want to let them know the it's like a royalty uh, royal royalty system royal loyalty system. Sorry, my English. So the more you trade in a one exchange, you will get more benefit from it. So like, you know, Binance have their BNB, right? BNB coin. For mm-hmm. us, There's a loyalty our, aspect of it, yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't make any uh, coin. I don't, I, I personally, I don't believe uh, uh, exchange need our own coin. So um, we have a point system, which is the more they trade in the overbid, they can use that point to redeem real Bitcoin. Or real USDT. So it's like, oh, it's, so you're it's keeping like a in a closed system. loop system to keep the loyalty of it. Oh, yeah, so it's wow. like a rebate system for them. And people are like recently voices. People are asking, "Hey, can we? Why? Why? What? Why isn't your coin on a block? Why? Why can you take these points and you think people will start trading them? No, no, no. The coin. The point is not for trading. The point is when they accumulate the point, they can. Exchange, they can redeem. Yeah, but there's a value now, right? You're creating a value. You trade. You can only earn this these points now yeah. from trading. Yeah. So there's a finite supply, mm-hmm. and you have to work for it. So you can't just like get it. You know, there's have to there's a value. You know, and then you can redeem it for something that already has a value. I'm surprised no one's like traded derivatives of your points on other exchanges. No, 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 no. So, so the point Someone's is not. Someone's gonna start doing that after yeah, listening no, to the show. It's gonna make me really happy. <laughs> No, it's points. I want to make it really simple. It's just a point, right? You go to a Amazon, Amazon point, something like that, right? You go to like Singapore yeah. Airlines, Singapore Airlines mileage. Same I'm thing. actually on Singapore Airlines website <laughs> like 10 minutes ago. Oh, it's it's going somewhere? <laughs> no, I book. So I, I use Singapore miles to book a United Airlines flight in the United States because the award chart when you're booking United flights through Singapore Airlines is cheaper. For okay. people who don't realize, like, if you want to book American Airlines flights, you can book American Airlines flights through, like, uh, I've booked it through uh, Aeroplan. Oh, British Airways website, Partner Airways. Like, I, I booked, I book uh, Delta flights through uh, uh, 
uh, Japanese Airlines, uh, Anna, you know, it's, uh-huh, that's yeah. all, yeah, sorry. There's all, but, all, right, but there's all value, points and miles, they're val- it's the same thing like crypto. Yeah, so it's the same thing, we, we want to um, keep it really simple, and people are asking, can we have a more way to, to earn points? So myself is, uh, we, we actually gonna implement a gamification of that, is they hmm. can play some game, or do, not, not games, I'm sorry, to do some activity inside our platform to earn points rather than just trading to earn the point. So this is something exciting is coming up uh, anytime soon. I'm I'm completely blown away by the fact that you built out a loyalty system that people are using that you can earn points for trading and that you you decided against tokenizing that when it seems like every other project is going that opposite way. And and I'm not saying it's for better or for worse, but it's an interesting like kind of like little tidbit. Um, okay, I want to I had to, another question I wanted to ask you a while ago. Who were some of the first people that you met in the uh, in the industry? Uh, first people I met, uh, really first one I I think uh, famous probably is uh, Roger Fur. Because right. I, I was I, I was quite uh, active in, in in Japan. Like I I, I traveled them. I travel to there a lot. Actually, I love I love going to there. So the people I met here, I love uh, Japan so much too. Yeah, and ZZ, we went to <laughs> we we went to see a soccer game together. Uh, I think four years ago, something five, uh, three four years ago. It's quite... You went to a sports game with ZZ. <laughs> yeah, that's. Fu- I think I'm on some like auto mailer because every month. I get a sweatshirt from Binance. I must have seven of them. I think their computer's broken because I, it's like an auto thing. I just got two more the other day. It's so funny. <laughs> that's a, that's you got to send me some overbit ones. Uh, yeah, CG is, is a fun guy. He's a, a brilliant guy. So uh, it's, it's great to, to speak with him. Like, I know he's like, facing lots of stuff right now, especially you know when when Big Mac incident happened, other exchanges, including, uh, including us, we have to reevaluate. Yeah, you get nervous. Yeah, we have to. You go inside everyone. and you look. Every time I see an email or an, an article about someone getting arrested or an exchange or something like that, I I lose sleep. I just get sad because yeah, you have that experience. I, so you know yeah, that. and it's I I tell you right now, I would never wish that experience on even my worst enemy. It's the worst. It's worse than 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 anything in the world. But um, but on on a note of being positive, what's it like being an American in Hong Kong on the cusp of like crazy elections that are about to happen? Like, how do you get your okay? So, excluding social media and excluding American media, is there how are other Americans that are living in Hong Kong? dealing with the uh uh being an american right now like how do you guys feel with essentially our whole uh like all of our dirty laundry in our whole country being on the world stage essentially right now like how do you feel well uh for, for myself i i rather not look in news like like me like too yeah. Fox or cnn like, like those. i it's, it's tough like that everything you get Outside, I, I I don't know about it, uh, in in the states, but outside of the states, would be biased. Yeah. So, I don't know who to trust or what to mm. trust. 
So this is something, uh, and right now, American passports, <laughs> less powerful than uh, lots of different, uh, different. Yeah, I can't go anywhere. Yeah, so, so that, that's, that's, that's so funny. And uh, for myself, I would say, I hope this, after this election, something can become better and make me feel comfortable enough or have confidence to go back to U.S. I like the way that I like, I like, I like that. Well, it, she, it, thank you. I know lots of my friends is like, oh, I, I rather give him, give him my U.S. citizenship or something like that. I don't think that's the answer either, because at the end of the day, uh, we're going, we're going into a world of like, I still think that the world is going into a, a more globalized direction and for better or for worse, maybe the reason that the that that some parts of society feel kind of backed into a corner and you're seeing an explosion of like radicalism in some aspects around the world i think it's because of the fact that a lot of these groups uh feel cornered in society and so because of the fact that we're going towards a more globalized world that's mm -hmm. what i think that's why i think that we, we it, the world is getting better but in order to get better, things are going to get broken and uncomfortable, and it's going to be uncomfortable for us. Yeah. It's the only and, way to change. And people are like, how, how do you say? It's more easy, much more easier right now to get in their voices out by yes. social media. And you're talking about like there's massive stuff coming, uh, happening in U.S. Same thing here in Hong Kong. So massive. And, you know, the protests going on. Oh, yeah. That's whole the other. Hong Kongers want to be independent. And, you know, all this stuff is going on so i know it's not only us or hong kong like other countries as well oh this is so <laughs> internet social media it helps it also hurts well thank you so much for taking the time and and coming on my show today i really appreciate it you're welcome thank you and for, uh, thank you for having me here as well how can everyone follow you and 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 keep in touch oh uh, i have a twitter account or I think, yeah, follow me on Twitter is fine. I don't talk about market. I, I don't share ideas. So it'll be a breath <laughs> of fresh air then. Yeah, I don't, I don't do any, you know, like those nonsense stuff in, in Twitter. But yeah, follow me on Twitter. It's CL under, under slash uh, overfit. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you.